the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Just open up your eyes and join me Cause I've been living in the sunshine Having such a nice time Sipping ice coffee as the world drifts by me Living in the sunshine Having such a nice time I won't let the stresses of the world define me No I really am excited about 2023. I mean, as a kid, the Jetsons' life just seems so far away. I know. I talk about them so much, but it's because I'm living in their reality. I just can't believe it. Now, have you taken a moment to think about how much of a Jetsons' life you're actually living? I have. I do. Often. I think between having voice automation to be my scribe, I mean, how lazy does it get, right? I mean, hey, this is who we are. This is how we live. And it's a byproduct of our luxuries in life, right? Someone worked hard so we could not. It it makes sense to me. I like it. it. It makes a lot of sense. But for some people, they're still working hard to create things you never even thought existed. I remember talking to Auntie Barbara and telling her as one of the first women engineers in San Diego, Back in the day, I said, uh, you know, I I just think it's so fascinating that we have this, that, and the other. And she said, oh, darling, let me help you out. Back before you were born, and she gave me a nice little lecture on things that already existed, I just didn't know. Oh, got it. And I thought about that heavily, about things that have already existed, but I just didn't know. And oftentimes... When I'm thinking about the caregivers out there, I'm thinking about how caregivers have so much to worry about, so much to think about, so much to do. My average is still running 267 things per day. Remember to do the count. One of 100 with me, Lorraine. What is that about now? One of 100? Well, it's kind of me being sarcastic in a way because caregivers have usually way more than 100 things to do in the course of a day. This caregiver has to take care of herself. But I don't take care of myself by myself. And that's the plug to this show. I don't take care of me (laughs) alone. I have the grace of the Almighty God to give me favor, to give me energy, to give me fresh ideas for the day. I try not to live in tomorrow, as some of you have heard, all of 2022, be in the day, celebrate today. Just think about today. Well, we're in 2023 now. So what are you doing in 2024 already? We're not even in the end of January and you're already projecting into 2024. Get out of here. Let's try to be in the day. That's what's important to me. So when you think about what you have today, have you thought about it? What do you have today? Start with the haves. That's usually where I start first thing in the morning. I have sight. Ooh. That's heavy to someone that's blind, but when you have it, you take it for granted. When you have it, you don't realize how much you need it. 
until you don't have it. I saw a major football player practically die in front of his friends, and it tripped me out too. I said a prayer for him, but I also prayed for his friends. And I was trying to explain to someone who said, guys don't cry. Yeah, guys don't really cry like that, so it must be pretty bad. I said, no, what happens is, because of our stereotypes in American culture, we've taught guys that they are not to cry in public. Oh, that's what it is. Right, not to cry in public. See, the guy, he can cry all he wants. But at the end of the day, when he's in public, he's supposed to retain his tears and his fears. Not so. Those guys lost it because they watched their friend, who happens to be their coworker, who happens to be their teammate, die basically right in front of them. Medically speaking, last I checked, there's a difference between a heart attack and cardiac arrest. You do the lookup and the research. Challenge me. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. If you find something different, let me know. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. There is a scientific difference between cardiac arrest and a heart attack. So remember, some of the things we take for granted often are hearts. We take our own heartbeat for granted. Yes, we do, because we don't even think about it. Many of us don't attend to it. What do you mean by attend to it? Uh, We don't work out. I'm going to work out this year. Yeah, right, until April. That's the decline month for all people that are going to work out. Start of January 1 every year. It's been proven. April is when the numbers go down. So here we are back in January, and we're working out faithfully, faithfully until when? Until we get burned out. And that's what happens with caregivers. We don't attend to the little things like a heartbeat. Have you checked your heart rate lately? Am I giving you a health talk today, caregivers? Uh, No, but it's just an analogy to remember that you're alive and you need your heartbeat to care and to care with compassion. That's what I saw in those guys on the field. I saw compassion. I saw that they cared. I mean, apathy would have said, oh, let him die. Who cares? Let's walk away. We got a game to wait. Hey, hey, whoa, we've got a game to play. What kind of attitude is that? That would be an attitude of apathy. That's not the right attitude when you're trying to do what? Be a teammate that cares. Now, if you don't care, you don't want to care, you're not willing to care, well, you usually will take that approach. It's called an apathetic approach. As a caregiver, we can take that approach as well. An apathetic approach to caregiving will lead you to your own death. Your own heartbeat will stop. And I'm not talking about the physical heartbeat. I'm talking about that mental heartbeat and even your spiritual heartbeat, especially when you're a Christian. That means you've disconnected to life. That's what cardiac arrest will cause, a disconnection to life. So when you disconnect to life, guess what happens? You can't connect anymore. If you That's right, common sense. If you disconnect, you can't connect. Okay, all of the tech people, uh, electricians, where are you at? Come on, let, let me know. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. If there's some other way, I want to hear about it because then I want to challenge that. I'm ready for you. Let's do it. Let's do it today. Think about your own life. Are you connected? And to what power source? 
they had to use devices as well as pressure. I thought about this while I watched this scene in my head because the news wouldn't play it. And I couldn't imagine how his friends must have felt not knowing if those sources of revitalization would work. All they could do was hope in that moment. There were people doing CPR. There were people pulling out all kind of machines and connecting devices. And they were all hoping, not knowing, but hoping it would work. Now, we're taking life one day at a time. And what we have found is that all we have is right now. We don't know what's going to happen in the next moment. So why are we so busy planning for next year today? I don't know. I really don't. I've given up on that concept. I've given up on how people try to plan and project for 10 years. I have accepted that's what we do. That's who we are in this earth, in this world. It's a vice to keep us preoccupied and keep us away from the experience that we're having right now. If you're listening to K-Praise, if you're listening to the podcast, One of 100 with me, Lorraine Carroll, you are in this moment with me. Take this moment, take a deep breath, hear your own breath. When's the last time you did that? Did you do it at all in 2022? Most of us don't even listen to our own breath, yet our heart is beating, yet we're thinking about what we're going to have for dinner, and it's breakfast. (laughs) I mean, that's what we do, right? Well, I got to go to the store. I got to this. I got to. I remember there was a song on TV that said, got to go, got to go, got to go right now. And they weren't referring to shopping. So in the meantime, you have to think about the things that are out there in your life that are causing you to say, I got to. I need to. Oh, yeah. I got to. And we default right back to I must, I have to, like it's some requirement. Have you thought of the things you could relinquish for 2023? Make a reduction? I always listen to chefs, and when they're cooking, I always laugh when they talk about a reduction. I'm like, speak the language that people know. They're not chefs. They didn't go to chef school. They don't know what you're talking about when you say a reduction. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know either. I had to look it up because I like to watch chef shows. But I wanted to get an understanding. So when we get our understanding of what things are, it helps us to do better with what we have. When you understand that your heartbeat is not just significant about the things that are going on in your life, because if it's not beating, you're not living. So I thought about that for not just the physical heartbeat, like that young man on the field, but I thought about my mental heartbeat, my emotional heartbeat, oh, but most of all, my spiritual heartbeat. For me, I had to remember, kind of like Jeremiah said, this I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. That's enough. I don't need to go any further. This I recall to my mind. See, he was complaining. You know, he was the lamenter. Lamentations, yeah, he wrote that one too in the Bible. So he was complaining. I mean, he was agonizing. He was pretty much maxed out, as are caregivers. We usually don't have anyone to complain to. We don't have anyone that wants to listen because then they feel obligated, guilty, and convicted, usually. That's been my experience. 
and they leave, they hang up, they get nervous, they change the subject because they don't want to participate in my wellness. I tell my mom all the time, I'm an only child. I'm not a staff. (laughs) I laugh at her as I continue doing the other 164 things I need to do before heading to bed within the next mm, five hours. Well, didn't you just project? Yes, that's based on estimates from experience. So look at your life. Are you experiencing your life based on estimates? Pretty much. We all do. We estimate how much time we're going to commit to this or that every day. Look at your own life. Don't compare. (laughs) Don't look at other people's lives and think about how easy they have it. You don't know how easy they have it or not. You're not living their life. You're living your life. And there's nothing to compare. One of the things we often compare is our time management with other people. Don't do that either. Why? Because time management, well, are you really the manager of your time? I've heard that debate so many times in my life, and I've concluded, hmm, I'm going to stick with the concept in the Bible. I can be a good steward, and that's about it, of my time. The Lord allows me to have it, manage it, do with it what I choose. But the way I decided to manage my time is to put him in first place. That way, I have a manager of my time. Did you catch that? so that I'm not out here all alone trying to manage my life, my time. Time management cannot be done alone. You you think you're managing time alone. You do, because you have the aptitude. But what if you lose that aptitude today? My mom didn't expect to wake up that December and have a stroke. Do you not know that a stroke can create brain damage permanently? That's what it did for my mom. She has right brain damage, 70% right side. I have found a lot of people only associate us caregivers with the elderly, those that have dementia and Alzheimer's, and shout out to all of those that are caring for loved ones and people with those conditions, people with diseases that aren't so popular but they need assistance. My mom physically lost control of half of her body for six months. Oftentimes, I'll stop as I jump out the bed and I'll slow down and say, wait a minute. Did you just think about what you just did, kid? You jumped out of the bed and you were walking on both of your feet. And it causes me to have a moment of compassion, not only for my mom, but that somebody else is lying in a bed, in a hospital, in hospice, even in their own home these days. And they can't get out of bed And it takes me back to my place of time management called gratitude. Oh, yeah, gratitude. It's a formula for time management. How do you manage your time? I don't know. But I found that when I give my time labels like gratitude, appreciation, (laughs) when I give my time management labels like happiness, Joy. There is a difference. I find that the time is better managed. I also found that those concepts don't come from Satan. He 
is, first of all, the accuser of the brethren. Who are the brethren? And the sisterin is what I've always called myself. <laughs> I get it. I know. We come from Adam. I, if you want to challenge it, go ahead. I'm ready. I was there, Genesis 1. I saw it too. I am the sisterhood of the brotherhood, all of us that claim to be born of God. And I'm talking about through faith right now. I'm talking about spiritually. We can get into the anthropology of man. That's fine. I'm talking about the spirituality of mankind. All the good things come from the Lord. An accuser of the brethren is one who's coming against the people that have a proclamation that the accuser is saying, not true, not true. That's not right. Well, Later on in life, I began to understand Satan, the accuser, the father of all lies. That's what my Bible says. You can read John chapter 8, chapter 9, and then end up in chapter 10 like I did one day and realized when Jesus said, I have come that they might have life. Remember, I'm the one into nouns, pronouns. Wait, who's they? What? He was talking about me, me, Lorraine, the good little Christian, as my mom would call me. A Christian that believes what? I believe by faith that Jesus is Lord. So if he is Lord, contingent statement, Lorraine, then you need to just let him have his way is what the old people would say. I didn't understand that. I didn't like it. It was confusing, and it didn't give me enough justification. What does that mean? Have your way, Lord. What? That sounded crazy to me. With wisdom and time, I get it. So sometimes with time management, You have to, first of all, realize you're really not the manager of time. (laughs) Why? You don't control it. You can't stop it. Can you buy it? Elon Musk, um, do you have enough money right now to buy time? Oh, never mind. I'm sorry about your situation. Okay, so let's take a look at time. Time is available for free when you're alive. How you manage it is based on what you have to manage it with. Despite challenges, despite losses, despite what you wish you had but don't, you still can be a good manager of your time. How? The first thing you've got to do is keep your hope prevalent. Hope is what manages your time. (laughs) Instead of saying, oh, I got to, oh, man, I forgot I got to, oh, yeah, I got to, how about I hope I can Oh, I hope I'll be able to. Oh, yeah, I hope that I get to slow down and manage what you can't contain, retain, or obtain without the hand of the Lord. Wait a minute. Did you say I can obtain, retain, maintain? Wait, wait, I'm confused. All of it. You can do all of it by the hand of the Lord, who is the holder and the giver of time. You don't believe me? I always say go to the cemetery and meditate about time. Maybe you'll believe me in your way. My way? The Bible way. I believe it according to the Bible. He's the author and finisher of my faith. Think about that. The finisher? That sounds a little scary, but take some meditational moments this year with the Bible. So money. Many people, I had so many. Do you think mindfulness works, Lorraine? 
Well, it depends on what's on your mind. <laughs> uh, it depends on how much strength you have in the moment regarding what you're thinking about. Mindfulness doesn't necessarily have to improve your quality of life. Whoa, that one's heavy. You can, what? Email me, connect.lorainecarroll.com, and we can talk about it. One of the things I found is John 10, chapter 10, verse 10. Did you catch all of that? John 10, 10. Stick with it in 2023. Life in my world comes from the Lord, the giver of life. If you don't believe me, try it. Why not? I told you my godfather told me all insurance is a betting game. He's been in the insurance industry, third generation, and now he's retired in his early 80s. And he was very successful, very, very successful. And what can I tell you? Except that when you take your time, invest it wisely through prayer. Did you catch that? Invest it in prayer. Yes. Time management. Invest it in getting the information you need to sustain your life. Like a scripture from the Bible. I always tell people that I don't know, atheists, whoever they are. Hey, start with the Proverbs. It's not so intimidating and it's very realistic. It's a book of wisdom. And they're like, hmm, I'll think about it. Yeah, you do that. And while you're thinking about it, someone else already thought about it. It's already there in the Bible. Everything you need in the Bible. Your hope is in the Bible. Yes, even your faith. Faith comes by hearing Hearing by the word of God. Did you catch that? Uh Uh-huh, I know you did. So in the meantime, let's take a look at what we, all of us, can do to live better in 2023, not only as people, but especially those of us that have to share our care. See, I care about what's going on in my life. I don't know about you. I've dealt with that before. Not caring about what's going going on in my life has caused me, whoa, 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 lots of trouble. Choose in 2023 to care. So how do you do that? Well, first of all, it's a mindset of surrender. Surrender to the things that you can't control. Did you hear that? Cannot. Let me make it clear. Surrender to what I cannot control. That sounds like defeat. Actually, it's a victory when you take the time to think about it. I have scriptures for it all day long. So when you think about it, what can you control versus What can I not control? Accept it and move on. The things that you cannot control, you will be able to actually better manage your time because most of us are struggling to control what we can't control, what we can't fix, what we can't change. And guess what? We are angry. We're upset. We're disturbed. And we become dysfunctional, grumpy, grouchy. The list goes on. Why? All because we won't accept what we cannot control, and that is time. What can you control? You can control your hope. Oh, that's a comparison. Now, how do I do that? Hope? Well, first of all, think about what the definition of hope is. It's just as aimless as time, seemingly. Time keeps on. Okay, I'm going to keep my day job. But think about it. Is it slipping into the future? Does time get to slip into the future? I thought about that as a kid when that song was out. Well, I always liked eagles versus chickens anyway, so I decided I'm a sore like the eagles and the chickens, well, they supply the eggs. I'm good with that. In the meantime, 
I want us to look at hope for 2023. You can look at hope again. Revisit hope. So many people had so many losses in 2022 that you'll never be able to recover. Why? Time is slipped into the past. Wait a minute. That doesn't sound right. I thought the song said time keeps on slipping into the future. Right. Time usually isn't retro and you can't go back and get it. So if I come in here with this analog clock right here at the station, turn it backwards, that's not going to negate what time it is. Mentally, emotionally, I can feel better. Oh, I can breathe. Yeah. Mindfulness. I set the clock back. Actually, reality says, no, (laughs) I don't agree with you. Here's the real time. So instead of worrying about time, what you don't have, what you didn't do, what you didn't get, if you'll get it, when you'll get to it, at what what time am I going to get there? Hey, just hope you get there, first of all. Secondly, feel within what you can do, have, be for 2023. Is that a mantra? No. I said it just now. Do have be. Do have be in 2023. What can you do? You can pray more. Mm-hmm. You can read the Bible more. I know everybody's working now and they're changing their eating habits. Well, that's for your physical body. I'm talking about your mental body, your spiritual body. The Bible works. Most of us don't stick with it long enough to find out. Just like those people that give up exercising by April. Uh-huh. <laughs> so do that. Be what? Be a person in the present, in the moment, as opposed to the past with all your regrets, sorrows, losses, and into the future that you cannot obtain with the wealth of the wicked, with the wealth of the just. It does not matter. You can't buy time. So just be right where you are in this moment, right where you are. Remember what I said. Just do be and oh, have, have what? Have some happiness this year. It's yours. It's your opportunity. You can get it. How do, how do I get it? Well, just be it. Look up the word happy and say, hey, I can do that. And if you can't be happy, look, go talk to Bobby McPherson. Right, Todd? He had a hit song about it. Hey, revisit happy. Revisit the things that you've always aspired and wanted to be and do and have that you can do with good time management. The greatest time management comes from accepting that you cannot recover or redeem time. But the Lord himself, the almighty God, he has the hand of the clock. He can turn the time, not you. Accept it one day at a time. You've been listening to One of 100 with me, Lorraine Carroll, right here on KPRZ. 12 10 a.m. on your radio and if you're listening by podcast so many opportunities join us anytime 24 hours a day on podcast every sunday at 5 30 a.m right here on k praise three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.